Howdy friends and welcome to the Full Disclosure Farming Podcast. I'm Erica. I'm a business school graduate turned farmer's wife. And I'm Joe. I'm a college dropout with a master's degree from the University of Hard Knocks. Together we run several successful farm and ag businesses. Let's get brutally honest about all the issues facing our generation of farmers and ranchers. Hello party people. Welcome to the party. We are back in the podcast room again. We are down a microphone. Something has happened to our equipment setup, probably because I got it from Sheen. So did you really? We just had a conversation about being cheap. Yeah, I you did. fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's funny stuff. Okay. There's some fucking irony for you right there, huh? What's happening on the farm this week, Dada? Give us a brief uh, update. Brief update is we are four loads away from finishing ear ledge, snap ledge. We are hoping Thursday to commence snoy, snoybean, soybean, <laughs> soybean harvest. Um, what did you do today, Mrs. Yankee Farmer? Uh, I drove a tractor. You've driven tractors before. You significantly drove a tractor. Too. And operated a dump cart. Yep. Yeah, so it's down and out because we got three and a half, four inches of rain and the, the trucks couldn't make it around most of the field and it was more of a pain to pull them around and whatever. So I was out a driver and I called Mrs. Yankee Farmer and she showed up all clutch and drove the dump cart and it, uh, it made me happy. It was fun. It was fun. So that's the update of the farm. Yep. So our topic for this week is we are giving you permission for things the industry or maybe your family or whoever has told you I think is, it's more of an industry thing. Has told you is not acceptable. Yeah. Including vacations, making money, and counseling. So we're going to just kind of hit those three points. I guess maybe have been subject to this. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely subject to this more than you have. But your grandfather, like, was, uh, we go on vacation every year as a family human being. Like, that was, that's his him, and we still do it. We're going with him this year. When I, like, was excited we were going to Aruba... And I told my family, they were like, well, that must be expensive. And then when I told like farmer friends of mine, they're like, how the fuck do you get away from the farm? You can't leave the farm. Oh my God. Who's going to pay for that? That is ridiculous. You got the whole banter, right? And then we went to Aruba and we had a ball. Well, yeah, vacation's amazing. And since then, I mean, we've, I don't think we've ever missed a year. No, we, we try to at least once a year go away. Yeah. And it usually ends up, we'll go away once for vacation and then once like something like businessy. Yeah. yeah, the second one will end up being like a business trip. Like we went to Angus Convention yeah. and just, we try yeah. to pencil that in. The knee-jerk reaction of people in agriculture is to kind of scoff at you for going on vacation. Like their immediate reply is must be nice, right? And like, I feel like that's a trigger for so many people too because like it is fucking nice. I work really hard. I saved my money. I found people to cover my responsibilities and it's going to be really fucking nice to go sit on a beach for four days. Easy with the fuck thing. Just kidding. Um, that's that name of this episode is must be nice. Must be nice. Yeah. Um, so, and like, so during the summertime, I feel like I didn't get much time. I mean, I went boating this summer. We did, but like it was fucking at four o'clock on a Sunday. You know, it wasn't like we're going boating for the day. Yeah. It wasn't lake days. It was lake moments late afternoons um but i mean like you see people like on a saturday and you're stopping at a convenience store to grab a fucking heart attack in a sack and 
you know, they're like, what are you doing tomorrow? Going on the fucking boat? You know, they're all like pissy about it. And it's like, maybe. Yeah, I mean, fuck, after I breed cows, Ted hay, feed cows, bale hay, whatever I gotta do. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking hopefully go on my boat. That is my idea. But it's like a boomer, boomeristic farmer <laughs> thing. You know, they get all fucking emotional about going on a boat or going to Aruba or or making money. Yeah. I mean, it's anything out of their comfort zone they want to drag their feet Well, on. and I feel like it's, uh, like, people get really horny about, like, saying I'm poor. You know, it actually gives well, people they, a... Well, it's just like a knee-jerk reaction to say that, even when it's not true. But it's like a release. I mean, you could, fucking milk could be like $28 a hundred, and you talk to someone, corn and beans are 14 and 9, and they're like, I don't got any fucking money, I'm so poor, oh my god. I make it a habit of, like, when people are, like, making all that money, and we're like, wasn't that the idea? Like, wasn't that the plan? I mean, when someone tells me they're going on vacation... I say nice. Good for you. That's going to be really cool. And also, please let us know where you're going and if you liked it, because we would probably go there. Right. Give me your tips and tricks. You know, feedback, and right? I mean, like, so... Let me know how it is. Not, well, I'm going to be stuck here working while you go do that. Right. I feel like... Why is the what fucking dogs, dogs barking yeah. about? There can't Jake. be anyone here. Jake, take off your shirt. That's not how that works. <laughs> nah. So that's been one thing that we've noticed a lot. And then the other thing is that Farmers get mad if you make money off of them selling goods and services. Yeah, which is interesting because what do other people, why do they go to their jobs and why do they have their career? To like make money, right? To support their life, make a living, pay for their groceries, send their kids to school. Like that's the point. Literally, that's the point of a job is to make money. So if your job is to be a farmer... Yes, you should be making money. So uh, we are a dealer for Kent Nutrition. We sell uh, Blue Seal products and Kent Show products. So like show beef, well, all four show species. And then a bunch of horse feed, dog and cat, bird. I mean, the list goes on. We get our mineral from them. And so we have access to their full line of products. So we, in turn, can then sell those products to other people. So one of my customers who's bought and stuff for me before, her husband said, you know, she's going to make money on that, right? Like, yes, I am selling you a $30 bag of feed and I'm probably going to make a dollar and 10 cents. Shame on me, right? Like, no, don't buy the feed because I'm going to make a buck off you. Right. So you should definitely go to the chain store and buy it from them instead because they're definitely not going to make money on you. And then the $50,000 truck brought it home and we made a fucking dollar. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, no, like... <clears throat> say it takes me 10 minutes to meet you here, chat with you, get you your bag of feed and for you to leave. And if I do that six times in an hour, I just made $6 an hour. Like, right. let's really look at this before we get upset at people, like, making money. And I'm not, like... The feed thing is fine, and it's just, like, a good example, but in anything that in you're doing sense. and investing your time in, like, yeah. Yeah, you need to make and money. Honestly, 90% of that shit goes down. People want to do it on Sunday. You know, like, oh, we're sure. fucking nights breakfast. And sure. Nights and weekends are Sunday. And, like, hey, can I come get that feed? Or, well, I've gotten out of it now, but I used to be into the dry hay business successfully, and people would be like, call me on fucking Sunday morning and be like, hey, can I come get that bale of hay now? Sure, I didn't want to see my wife and son. People get fucking emotional and don't realize there's a time. There's a cost of time. 
Yeah, your time is worth something, and actually your time is worth the most. But, so in a farm world, no. People don't believe. They're wrong. They are wrong. I'm not saying they're not wrong. I'm saying that a lot of, especially boomer-style farmers, believe that their time's worth nothing. Your time is free. If someone gave you all the materials, but it took you 60 hours to build it, is it still free? No. No, it's not. I mean... Nothing's free. No, nothing's free. No such thing as free lunch. We want to give you permission to take a vacation, okay? It's okay to want time away. And be really proud of it. Yeah, agriculture is a very stressful environment. It requires you to work very hard, and you deserve a break from that. But I feel like, on the same sense, like, there is a group of human beings who literally get their rocks off saying, I can't go on vacation. Oh, absolutely. There's like a whole... Well, it's the dairy farmers. I mean, more so because a lot of crop farmers fucking farm. Yeah, and boats. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, (laughs) whatever. I don't mean to specifically pick on dairy farmers because I know a lot of dairy farmers. And they're fucking great. And I don't think that... I just think it's literally bred into them. You're right. There is a specific type of person. They almost have like a backwards contest with you about yes. who could be the busiest. Who or can work the hardest. Who, yeah. Who works the most? Like who works the hardest? Who mm-hmm. works the longest? Who has it the worst? It's like a weird backwards it is contest. A, yeah. It's a weird um, dick measuring contest about who works more. Like, what a fucked up thing to be proud of. I mean, like, I'm proud of how hard I work. And you should be proud of how hard you work. But it shouldn't define you. No. You know, like, I'd rather be a great dad than be a fucking busy farmer. You know, and I try to make priorities. And, I mean, this summer's been a shit show. This summer, there was no second chances. Either it was it fucking happened right now or you fucking missed it. With all that being said, there's a lot of farmers and a lot of boomers. And a lot of farm families will not work together. I would rather I'll work seven days you take seven days off and we'll flip-flop or i'll work all day saturday i'll take the whole kit and caboodle on saturday you and like a business partner yeah so if i had a brother no 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 no. if i had a brother and he was and, and this was the arrangement where so a lot of farms will just work every fucking day together i'd rather work really fucking hard on saturday and then know that my brother was going to work really hard on Sunday. And I could have a whole day to myself. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of value in that. And I feel like a lot of farmers don't take value. No. Um, People in agriculture, to make a generalized statement, don't prioritize themselves. And they don't prioritize, like, making time away. Right? Like, if you've ever traveled, I don't need to tell you how fun it can be. How relaxing and Mm -hmm. refreshing it can be. But... When you get home and you go back to work, it kind of, it like fades away. Like really prioritizing Mm -hmm. time for yourself even. Like trying to get Farmer Joe like into his tree stand even is like, he's like, no, I got stuff to do. And I'm like, yeah, but you should put going to your tree stand on your list of stuff to do. If so, it's all that important. And the problem with that is, and I can, I can relate more than you can relate that what hurts is when. I go to my tree stand for four hours on Sunday and I wake up Monday to a colossal fucking mess that was bestowed upon me. And I could have put out some of them fires if I'd have worked all day Sunday. Yeah, that's valid. You know, so it is a tough, it is a tough, tough thing. But I do think that one of the biggest things that I learned, and I've been very public about it, is Mrs. Yankee Farmer found me a counselor 
who her she's gonna be on this podcast. She is going yeah. to be. If we have to go to her office and record it, yeah. we're going. We should do that. Yeah. She. I remember I was drowning and I was just. I couldn't. I. I just was. I'd had enough of everything. And we've been through some shit. And we should do a podcast on the timeline of shit titled trauma. Right. And this was some shit I should have dealt with when I was 14 and I didn't get no help. But anyways, I remember being in the barn and I texted Erica and I'm like, we have to do something. I can't do this anymore. I'm like, my fucking head is spinning. I I can't focus. I've got a million things and I'm not happy. And and we found this woman, Catherine, in Cleveland Emotional Health is who, and I went down and I, I drove an hour away. It's the first time I'd left the farm, you know. I mean, the hour there was the best, half the best part, you know. It was just me being gone. Yeah, and, private uh, time. And I sat down and I talked to her and, and she basically looked at me and told me everything was my fault. And that's dumb. And what the fault was is that I'd let all of these people and things take over my life. And then I let people walk all over me because I'm a people pleaser at heart. And I never had a consequence for any of my... What was that? Boundaries. Boundaries. I never had a... She told me this is the greatest quote of all time, in my opinion, is you cannot have a boundary without a consequence. And you cannot have a consequence without a boundary. And I let people walk all over me my whole life. I think since then, even the, the correction and vacations... You know, like, I will sit my ass on a beach with a crown in my hand and smile, and until then, I felt bad about it. Right. That is one thing I guess we didn't address with the uh, vacation thing and even the making money thing is, like, the guilt you feel about it. Like, don't feel guilty for making money. You need to support your family. You need to support yourself. You deserve that reward for working, Mm -hmm. and don't feel guilty about taking vacations because, unfortunately... A lot of people get to retirement or senior age and they think they're going to take vacations then and they think they're going to go see the world and do this and all the things they never did when they were too busy working and they fucking die. Every time. Why do I have so many stories that people tell me like, oh, so-and-so worked for 40 years and they retired and six months later they died? Look at your fucking grandma and grandpa. I mean, Grandpa Jim. Yeah. Like, they literally got within, what, five years of retirement? She had a fucking heart attack and died. And now he's the lonely... I mean, he's not lonely, but he's lonely. But it's sure, this is not what he pictured. You know? And so, like, I mean, that's something that honestly scares me every day is, like, I work this fucking hard and I push this hard and, like, am I going to wake up someday and not wake up? And all of it was for nothing? And it's... It is a hard pill to swallow it is a hard thing to get by i'm not saying you know this is a farmer talking to a farmer but boy i'll tell you you go on a freaking vacation with your wife and your kids or without your kids kid or without your we kid we do that too yeah so this Permis- fall, permission granted to go yeah. on vacation without your children fuck them little bastards no, <laughs> you know like this we're going um she weaseled her way in i don't know how but uh, i'm going missouri deer hunting here and uh and all at once, Mrs. Yankee Farmer's going with me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, because I want to visit beer going. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to, we always have a ball traveling. We yeah, always have. It doesn't matter what's happening. And the only thing I wanted to drive, and she said, no, no. Um, I'll meet you there. You know, and then last fall, I went on an elk trip, elk hunting trip, killed a six by six. Um, That got a little sideways. I may have. But that was a long drive. Long drive. You can't drive that long with really any humans and feel happy yeah so it got a little sideways at the end but i mean it was still a wonderful trip but i went and did something for myself for 10 days i've never left this farm 
In 34 years, I've never been away from this farm for 10 days ever in my life. And not I even went, with me on vacation. Not even we with her. We go for five days when we 34 years old, I left for 10 days. I read a book on the side of a fucking the mountain. Um, the book is, the, I think it's called The Four Truths. I think. I'm telling you right now, Todd, people. people um, I'm telling you right now, you read a book on the side of a mountain and literally watch a moose go across the side, another side of another mountain a mile away, and it's 20 below zero, and you're just sitting there, and there's there's not a sound in the world. There's not there's nothing. There's just you and a book and a mountain. And it sounds like fucking some fairy tale bullshit, but it was all of that. It sounds like getting your head right. Yeah, and I'm ready to get the fuck away from this place right now. We're about due here. So many of you farmers work like dogs, and and don't don't get a break or you take know, a, yeah, take right? a reward for it. I mean, let's really quick just like what was your favorite vacation we've been on? Me like, and you. Yeah, where's your favorite place to go? Aruba. I think Aruba. Aruba's a great place. To, it's very safe. Um, almost everyone there speaks English. Uh, it's sunny literally every day, literally every day. It's awesome there. It's a, mo- a little more expensive than some of your other like tropical whatevers, but it's definitely worth it. We had a lot of fun at the Angus convention. Yeah, that was, you know, but like in a different but sense. But that was a work trip. Yeah, but it, we still like, we drove there. We laughed the whole way. We were joking. We're good road trip people. Yeah, you're not. You're, well. Well, together, I mean like we, like you drive and then I. Right, yeah snack and nap and i just like if we could get like if we just load the back seat with potato chips and then like get you a colostomy bag gross for like when we go so we can make fucking time so there's a thing there's a stigma too about driving nice vehicles and farming permission permission granted to have nice things well i mean you know how many times we're like you got you got the high you had to get the high country did you need the did you need the high country you're yeah, fu- I guess must, fucking right i did must be nice applies there so i guess yeah, yeah i mean like did, did you need the high country was that really necessary that you got a high country yeah i mean um, even the double takes that our boat gets i mean people inherently and it happens to all people definitely not shooting shots at ag but it's just the space we live in, so it's the space we see it in. I think it's like, more prevalent in egg, though. Can you just be happy for what other people have instead of, like, nope. being judgy about it? So permission granted to make money. Yeah. So that you can go on vacation. Permission granted to go on vacation. Permission granted to seek out a counselor. Mm-hmm. Because you need to prioritize yourself. Because without you, none of the things that you do can happen, right? That was like a, a stage in our life where it was like, I really wanted him to go see somebody and he was kind of dragging his feet about it. Not kind of, I dragged the hell out of my feet. I mean, finding a counselor that's a good fit for you is like really important. Yeah. And we got lucky in Way that lucky. the first one was the fit, right? Yeah. Like that typically doesn't happen. But it doesn't mean that you don't keep looking and keep trying. Right. Certainly find someone that you vibe with. It's kind of like dating. I mean, you got to find somebody that you mesh with so What's... that you can, like, relate to them. I think it's like Spectrum. But, like, they're just, like, straight out of college. This is what I say to someone who... Yeah. Oh, and I just want to put this out there. You you can go see a counselor, and it doesn't mean you want to commit suicide. They're not the same. People are like, oh, he sees a therapist. He was trying to kill 
Right. It's like, actually, like, therapy as a rule, like, just makes you all around a better person. Well, it's an outside, and I mean, the thing that I like the most about my counselor, and we're getting too far into this, is that she was willing to tell me I'm an asshole. And she would be like, you were wrong for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that some people have went to the Walmart dime store counselor insurance paid for. Right, and they don't have a good experience. And that was another thing, too, was, like, the cost of the counselor. It was $100 per session, $100 an hour. And some people were shocked by that. Oh, absolutely. But that's an investment, first of all, in yourself. But, and for the same respect, some people don't have $400 extra a month. Like, they just don't have it. Facts, that's true. So... But they don't all cost $100 an hour. This is more flaw in our healthcare system. Oh, absolutely. If people treated their health with emotional health first, insurance would be far cheaper. Uh, yes. Because when I was... When everything went down when I was 14, I mean, it was immediately like, yep, get that boy some drugs! We're gonna fix him right up! Slap a Band-Aid on it. Slap a Band-Aid on it, so... Did you want to dive any more further into the counseling thing or should we save that for a, why do you want me to talk about? well i wanted to point out maybe how many times did you see Catherine before anyone but me knew that you went there jesus that was like three or four months wasn't it yeah like yeah so in your no, head i know the answer to that in be- your head when you're like oh i'm gonna go to a counselor you're driving there and every single person that makes eye contact with you you're like oh my god they know yeah so <laughs> they're looking at me they know and like it's, it's just a guilty conscience. Like, literally, mm-hmm. he seen her for probably, what, six or eight weeks? Yeah. Before anybody knew? Besides me, obviously. I think it was eight weeks. And so, I remember when I went there first, I literally parked three blocks away. And walked. And walked. You because didn't I was so truck. afraid. And I made sure I parked in front of, like, a Napa or something. You know, because people I knew lived there... You know, you start seeing the Yankee beef decaled yeah. up freaking high country, you know, there repetitively week after week and people start thinking and asking questions. And, and then one night I was in the shop and I was feeling like a million dollars. Like I, you know, I, I, for the first time in my, like a long time, I was in the chopper. I remember it. We finished up corn. We just had a wonderful knockout and then we had a breakdown and I didn't lose my fucking mind. I was like, oh, it's broke. I'll just fix it. And it'll be okay. And this isn't so bad. Everything's okay, Joe. The exercises that she gave me, I was able to manage, manage myself. I was honestly, I was greasing the chopper, getting it ready for snap, and I was having a crown. And I had this brass set of balls, and I recorded the TikTok. And I, I just, I hit send and I set my phone up. I knew it before you could Because I knew mind. I was going to change my mind about it. And and you know what? I, I don't know. It got a couple hundred thousand views. And man, that is another thing. Some people have sent me messages that I have literally cried over. Sent me messages like, you, sir, changed my life. And that's not what I'm about. But like somebody that was maybe on the verge of suicide. Somebody that was maybe, you know, their husband was in bad shape. Or, hi, this is so-and-so. My husband is in trouble. You gave him the courage enough to go see someone. He's a different man. And I've gotten, I should have screenshot them all, put them in an album, but I've gotten probably 15 or 20 of them messages. And like, I've literally like teared up over them. Like, well, and that's why we thought this episode was important because truly that TikTok was a demonstration and you gave them permission. Yeah. To go, to yeah, feel those things point, and honey. go do that. Like, 
I'm we are giving you permission from a modern agricultural couple to make money, go on vacation, prioritize yeah, prioritize yourself, <laughs> a see a counselor and have nice toys or whatever, you know, you want to take whatever pride in, like good for you. Rocks off. Like that's the thing like people really don't care about farmers that much. Like we're it's farmers not Farmers do, but other Farmers do, but other farmers don't. Mediocre. So do you media mediocrely, but so do you think they're going to be upset with you if you go on vacation? Who are you trying to impress? Who are you trying to prove by that, staying home and working 365 right, days? Your a year? fucking dad? Or your mom? I know your wife's not impressed. Your wife is certainly not <laughs> impressed. But, like, you're trying to stay home and hold the family and farm together? Here's what I'll guarantee you. I'll guarantee you that in the next 50 years, your fucking farm's going to get sold. Just like every other one of them got sold. I can guarantee you that if that shit was going to go up in flames, you going on vacation is not going to help or, right. hinder, help or hinder it. Yep. How many farmers didn't take a vacation but still got the auction? Did all that work for what? Mic drop. Sacrificed your vacation time for what? Sacri- yeah, how many farmers How many farmers didn't take a vacation and got an auction? A lot. There it is, right there. Yeah, so I hope you found this useful. I'm sure there's more things yeah. to elaborate on the must-be-nice scenario, but if you're somebody that uses the must-be-nice phrasing... Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Next time somebody tells you they're doing something or experience something that in your head you're like, "Mm, must be nice, I kind of wish I could do that. Just say good for you and say nothing else. Send me pictures. Yeah. Um. We're challenging you. We're giving you permission for these things and then we're challenging you to be better. I have a funny little tidbit at the end here. I had a man send me a message last night at 3.30 in the morning. The nasty guy? Yeah. Yeah. He sent me a message and said, you're a fucking loser. You would be nothing without your parents. And then I looked at his profile on TikTok and he was like, he he looked like the orangutan from um, Jungle Book. Nice. Haters gonna hate, I guess. Right. (laughs) Cap that. So let's do our, um, this or that thing at the end. Private yacht or private jet? Oh, that's a tough one because there's much more to be divulge into than that okay i'll go first then okay we have a yacht it's not a yacht yacht. bitch don't call it a yacht the insurance company be on their way we have a 21.9999 foot deck boat which is lovely and i have zero fucking interest in a yacht first of all why do all the like csi and all them shows like bitches get killed on yachts Okay? I would never like, kill you. If there's you're on crime my scenes yacht. on yachts all over the fucking place. I'm not doing that. It makes sweet love to you if you're on the yacht. <laughs> but a private jet, on the other hand, girl, we'd be traveling. Only if I can drive. I, mm. Yo, you see me drive chopper. No, oh, fuck you. Really? This is why women get killed on private <laughs> yachts. <laughs> Seriously, though, private jet, like, let's go fucking everywhere and get there fast. You answer the question. I, so it's tough for me because, yeah, I think the jet. I think, I think honestly, the jet. Because nobody wants to spend four days at sea to get to Aruba when you could just get on a fucking plane and be there in three hours. True that. I'm actually surprised at how negative my interest is in a yacht. Yeah, I am surprised When I picked that, that question, I, I wasn't sure what my answer would be. And I'm like vehemently right now, like, no. Vehemently? Vehemently, Are you yeah. sure that's a word? I think it is. I don't know. Maybe it is. Like, no yachts for me. Please. So. Where would you jet to? Auctions. 
Oh, good lord. Dude. Instead of having to be on the internet and getting screwed over by fake internet bidders, True. I just, that fake internet bidder on that one time cost us eight grand this spring. True. Fun fact about Joe is when I retire, I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. And you're going to be alive. And after. I'm going to be alive. I'm going to own a shrimp boat and I'm going to catch shrimp, Florida, for a living. I'm going to make a profit shrimping. Cool. Good for your data. Do I have to Do work you or see no? how that went? No, you can just be that eye candy on the boat. I don't like yachts. Thank you for listening. Shop local. YankeeBeach.com. Leave us a rating and a review so that the almighty podcast algorithms will share our content with new people and new ears. Have a good night. Bye.